Welcome back to Round Guy Radio, and we are on the phone with Lisa Atkins of Main Street, Mount Pleasant. Welcome back to the program, Lisa. Thanks, Dave, for having me back. Well, we, we talked to you about everything that was going on downtown at spring last time, and we had a great response from our audience, so we thought we'd catch up with what's going on here the rest of the summer and maybe into the fall. Well, that'd be great. We have all kinds of things happening, so. Well, let our listeners know what's going on. Well, um, we are gearing up, of course, for Old Thrashers. Is, so we're heading into that season, but once that's over, um, the first week of September, we go into our fall and holiday event season. So um, our first event in September would be September 15th, and that is Pizza Wars. We have fun. Um, at one point, we had the number one in the state of Iowa pizza crust per capita. So we had that distinction. <laughs> so we decided to do um, Pizza Wars. And so people can come and try all the different pizza um, for $7. They get to try as much pizza as they want, and then they can cast their votes for their favorite pizza. And they, we have a traveling trophy that goes around. But it, it's just a fun night in Central Park. And then on the next Friday, the 23rd of September, we have a really fun event called Pints in the Park. In this event... Um, we have a chili and soup contest so people can enter their favorite soups or their winning chili. And then we pair that with um, different craft beers. And then we also have Jive Radio, a band that night. So it's just a fun night in Central Park downtown. So that kind of rounds out September. And then October, um, we do... Uh, event called Trick or Treat on Main, or Which Way to Main. And this brings children from all over to the downtown, and they get to trick or treat um, downtown in the businesses in a safe district. Man, that, so that kind of wraps up our fall. Well, those are some really ex excellent events. W when is this uh, pizza thing? The Pizza Wars is on the 15th of September. And the chili one? It's the 23rd of September. Oh, my God. Those are those are excellent. My mouth's watering just thinking about it. But uh, I was going to say, anything around food's always good. Well, that is good. Well, let, let's uh, let's take a little little time to talk about uh, Old Threshers and uh, let our listeners know about the week before when we have all the garage sales and everything. Oh, we do. This, you know, a lot of towns have uh, a town-wide garage sales. Ours goes not just one day. Ours really goes for a week to two weeks. Um, people, it's the time because we take a town that's just shy of 10,000 and we jump up to about 30,000 during Old Thrashers. And um, so we have people from all over. So we have hundreds of garage sales in Mount Pleasant that week. So you can find anything. If, you, if you're a treasure hunter, come to Mount Pleasant. And then, you know, stay and join us at Old Thrashers. It's a great lineup this year of entertainment and always something to see. Um, myself as Main Street Director, um, we actually run the gates out there at Old Thrashers. So I'll be out there the whole week. Well, what kind of acts do they have at Old Thrashers that people might want to see? Um, they have the, I call it the Golden Oldies with Leroy Van Dyke. 
then they have the Bellamy brothers, um, Maddie and Tay, and then I'll get this wrong. It, maybe Dirk Dickerson, Kevin Dickerson, somebody. I'm not sure um, who the last act is. It's it's he's very popular. I'd have to look it up. Well, all those um, acts I'm, I'm very well familiar with. I think I've seen Maddie and Tay, and uh, uh, they're excellent. And uh, they yeah. have a big following, so it does sound like it's going to be a great event. Plus, talk about the steam uh, steam engines and everything. Well, and with with old trashers, the good thing is is that your ticket in the gate gets you into all these concerts. The tickets are thirty five, but you get to see everything and go to these concerts. Nowhere else will you get a deal like that. But there is there's huge steam engines. Um, I would guess they have hundreds, if not a thousand antique tractors. They have a whole building plus some of antique cars. There's antique gas engines. We've got the steam locomotive that people can ride on. It's a great family event. Um, the trolley, we have a old Western type town on the north side. And then on the south side of the grounds is a pioneer village. Um, where they make homemade bread and all that. And you get to see demonstration. There's crafters. And, and the thing that people come for is the food. It has amazing food. The church has set up food booths. You can get um, beef and noodles or um, mashed potatoes and fried chicken, Methodist famous meatloaf, Indian fry bread. You've got the pork producers. You've got elk. You've got turkey drumsticks and turkey breasts sandwiches. I mean, you name it, it's out there and it's amazing food. It's a little bit of an environment like a state fair, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It's really similar to the state fair. It's just all around our roots of agriculture and celebrating the past and bringing it up to the future. I mean, there's uh, on Wednesday nights, a sanctioned invitation only horse pool. And these teams of horses are amazing. And it's one of the world's largest gatherings of steam engines, isn't it? It is. Uh, we consider ourselves the largest in the nation. Yeah, I'm sure. For steam engine, for a steam show. And at night, they have a spark show. They take these steam engines, and um, it's really something to see. Well, you have a couple other events that kind of evolve around that at different times of the year. You have a, uh, a horror train or, or something. That's in October. And... Um, they have it's they have the what we consider um, number one haunted house in the state of Iowa, huge haunted house out there, and then they also have the haunted locomotive, the, the train, the steam engine, and there's carnival rides, there's trolley rides, there's food. In fact, Main Street for one of our fundraisers, we're out there as one of the food vendors. So you know, people need to stop by and see us. We're in the right pavilion. Well, and, it's, it's a, a group of, I would recommend that you support because of all the, the fantastic events that you put on that really help Mount Pleasant's economy and uh, and the, the quality of life there. Yeah, I, I agree. We, we do a lot of events, uh, you know, and then once we hit that last quarter and go into the holidays, we step up the pace with a lot more. We'll have a Christmas open house. We have some sip and shop Saturdays. Um 
our goal is really to push out our local businesses because we know that every dollar spent in an independent local small business, that dollar will circulate anywhere from five to 15 different times in our community alone. So, and we have over 140 businesses downtown. Yeah, and you have a historic downtown that's just worth just looking around. Plus you have a some tremendous parks there, don't you? We do, we have a lot of parks. Um, what's really nice, our district, the Main Street District is the downtown, which is the heart of Mount Pleasant. And it's all centered around Central Park, which is absolutely gorgeous. Well, I was told the Haunted Rails, and now I remember what it was called there, uh, was, was the, it was the highest attended Haunted Rails ever last year. Yes, there was people lined up all the way to Washington Street trying to get in the grounds. There was a lot of people. And then in the at Christmas time, you have a uh, lighted something. Tell us what goes on down there. Uh, they have the festival of lights out at Old Thrashers on the grounds. Over, it's in the campgrounds that they set up these light display. It's a huge light display. It's very worth. We have people drive from. We pull people from two or three different states actually. Well, to come see it because it's quite large and it's beautiful and there's a new Santa house there and we do a what's called holiday on main on december 1st it's on the first thursday of december always we kick it off with a lighted christmas parade and santa comes to town the stores are open it's just you know we roast chestnuts over an open fire all kinds of fun things so yeah it's definitely worth coming down to mount pleasant well, last December. I talked to you, you had several uh, spring events. How, how did that all go? They all went very well. Everything's been very well attended this year. You can tell people were ready to get out and shop. Um, and, you know, we're pushing these little staycations, both, you know, with price of gas and stuff, people have stayed a little closer to home. But um, so we love doing these different events. In fact, every second Friday, of the month may through september is a car show oh yeah car shows? once a so, month you have a car show there yeah we do have a car show every second friday of the month may through september oh well that is a, that's exciting because i know those things are i really enjoy those you know and, and uh, i've gone to several of them and and uh, it's a great atmosphere and uh, it's just yeah. kind of something that brings a lot of people to town somewhere around 200 plus cars a lot of times show up to it that is that you just have so much going on there and i think with the economy being as bad as it is and the gas prices being as high as it is i think what what you're doing is even more important than ever before wouldn't you think i agree it's very important to keep the downtown of any town alive but to do that you have to have events and you have to have reasons for people to come shop and um it's very important with, you know, coming off of COVID and how we kind of train people to shop online is we kind of have to retrain them and get them back into the downtowns, back into the brick and mortar stores and, you know, to see what we have, because I think people would really be surprised what kind of stores we have from antiques to uh, women's stores, to gift stores, to shoe stores. We have a popcorn store in our downtown. We still have a theater in our downtown, you know, so you could go to a movie and go out to eat in one of our restaurants. We have great restaurants downtown. You could all but eat around the world in the downtown. Well, so we I have mean, all you, different you, kinds. 
and, and it's affordable. You know, you, you have that $7 pizza night. You could feed a family of four for under $30 there. Yep. And kids are $5, so under 12 Oh, well, that's even even better and, and even more family-friendly. Uh, yeah. How has Mount Pleasant been a leader in family-friendly entertainment? Well, I think for years we have always – we put families first, whether it's, you know, Little League and softball and Park and Rec has all kinds of programs for children. And we try to do – like we do the Easter egg hunts in the spring – in Central Park for kids, free event. We do the free event for Trick or Treat on Main, and we'll have around 1,700 kids come through that night. And we we just um, finished up with music on Main uh, a couple weeks ago, and that was all around agriculture and kids. We had a pedal tractor pull. We had bouncy houses. We had, like, carnival-type games at the different banks set up. The park producers, Calvin, there was food there. There was music there. It was just a nice family-friendly event. We had quite a few families down. Is there any new businesses downtown Mount Pleasant that we could, uh, we, we might be able to, we don't know about maybe? Uh, we have a couple new businesses. Um, we have one new business that's called Traction Steam. And it's a nonprofit, but it's a collab support system for small businesses which I think is really great. Um, it does webinars and workshops and helps young startups and things like that um, in the downtown or anywhere in Mount Pleasant, so to speak. Uh, we have a new uh, t-shirt place that does um, different custom shirts and things like that called Clover Company. Um, so we're always getting new, and some of our existing stores are expanding into a different, bigger location. Um, so we see a little shuffling in there, too. And um, we always pick up a, a new salon now and then, and they are adding new services all the time or bringing in a new stylist that offers something different. So it, it changes all the time. We have a, a new salon that's over by the police station that also has a little bit of a vent space there that can be rented. So, you know, you never know what you'll find when you come downtown Mount Pleasant. We have businesses that have been here for decades, if not a hundred year, uh, years. I mean, our oldest business started in the late 1880s. So uh, we have five businesses that we consider legacy businesses that have been open 75 plus years in the downtown. You know, I grew up in Fairfield and I was walking around the square and I was trying to think of, uh, you know, some businesses when I was a kid that were still there and there's hardly anything, you know. Yeah. And uh, but you have you have a lot of uh, interesting buildings, uh, historically registered buildings. Can you talk a little bit about that? We do. We have 12 historical buildings on the National Registry that are in the downtown Um the building where my office is, is the Union Block building. And um, we renovated that. We started that in 2011. It's the three-story large building. Um, and what makes it so cool is this is where the first woman attorney in the United States, certified attorney, took her exam on the third floor to become the first woman's attorney. But we had people like... Um, E.T. Barnum spoke here. Frederick Douglass. Sojourner Truth was in this build, building. Um, the Brazelton 
um, has just been redone in the last five years. And it's a four story. It was a hotel at one time. It's now um, upper story housing and businesses on the first floor. But at the time it was built, it was the tallest building between St. Louis and Chicago. And uh, so Abraham Lincoln of... uh, attended a wedding there, didn't he? Who? Abraham Lincoln. Well, his um, his son married Sandra Harlan's daughter. Sandra Harlan actually owns the, it's the Harlan house, which is on the north side of the downtown. And he was the Secretary of Interior during Abraham Lincoln's presidency. And he was also the president of our college, Iowa Wesleyan, at one time. So his Abraham Lincoln's son married Harlan's daughter. So they they attended events in the Union Block. Um, Mount Pleasant's very historical. I mean, we had the first women's suffrage convention for the state of Iowa in 1870. And so we know that Susan B. Anthony was here. Elizabeth Katie Stanton was here. We've had a lot of famous people here. We have a lot of old, nice buildings downtown. Well, you're, you're, you're located on two uh, major highways, uh, 218 and 34, and it really makes the access to Mount Pleasant uh, uh, actually amazing, isn't it? It is. It's very easy to get to us. We say we're in the middle of the United States with the two roads intersecting here, the crossroads. Um, you know, going a half hour, 45 minutes, even an hour is nothing to get, you know, it makes it very easy to get to Mount Pleasant. Well, I want to thank uh, the listeners there in Henry County. I mean, it is the, we are Henry County's podcast. I mean, 15% of our listeners are in uh, Mount Pleasant, you know, but we have uh, 17% of ours, our listeners at least get their uh, internet through Wayland. Uh, a lot of listeners in Winfield, uh, just everywhere in Mount Pleasant listens to this podcast. And we really want to thank you for coming on and uh, keeping our listeners up to date. And uh, we, we're very happy to uh, to inform people about Mount Pleasant. Is there anything we didn't get to talk about that you wanted to? No, just, you know, to get our schedule, if they're on Facebook, they can follow us on Main Street Mount Pleasant, or we have a new website, which is MainStreetMountPleasant.org. Well, thanks, Lisa, for being on here. And uh, we look forward to maybe talking to you again in the fall and, and uh, getting some later fall and some winter uh, things that are going on. But uh, you're doing great work, and I, I'm sure you have a big staff, and uh, I'm sure there's some generous donors that, because uh, none of this stuff that you're doing is free, is it? No, it, it costs us money, but we run on completely on investments. Um, we don't have membership. If you're in our district, you are a member of Main Street, and we have a staff of one of me. <laughs> but I have, so I work on with volunteers to get everything done. We have to have volunteers, and financially, we have a lot of investors that support us, but we can always use new investors too. Well, if somebody wanted to volunteer or they want to do, uh, you know, donate or, or help out with some of the events, how, how can they contact you? They can either stop by my office. I'm on the second floor of the Union Block on the north side of the square. Um, or they can email me at lisa at mpiowa.org. Or give me a call at 319-385-1629. Well, we've been talking to one of our favorite guests, Lisa, from Main Street, Mount Pleasant. Thanks for being with us. Thanks, Dave.